Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, uh, I've got two guys from uh, two bands, um, and I'm excited to talk to them. Uh, first, to the very left of me is fellow Kinsman. Uh, his new single, Joy Sick, is out streaming everywhere, uh, in addition to his self-title that came out in 2017. And then over there, we've got Isaac Rapinski of Dog Bad. He also lives in the Murray attic, uh, and uh, I'm excited to hear about what his surf rock band is up to. Welcome to the show, boys. Thank you Thank for you. having us. How are we doing on this uh, chilly Friday morning? Dude, caffeinated, Same. energized, um, feeling good. I mean, it's kind of sunny out too, so I'm feeling pretty yeah. good about that. The weather's nice. The vitamin D is uh, out in the air. Feels <laughs> <laughs> good. Good, yeah. I haven't left the house yet today. But. <laughs> Dude, I probably caught like two rays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like got one. Yeah, yeah. I, and he caught a couple. I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Isaac, you were sick earlier this week. How are you feeling now? I'm feeling better. Good. I'm feeling. I'm feeling better. Dude, like, everyone was sick this week, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, it's that time of year where it's definitely uh, something, there's a bug going around. Yeah. I got my flu shot, though, so. Good, good. So get, now, now we're, now we're sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get your flu shots. We went from yeah. sick to now we're sick. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, um,. Uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, so what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk uh, love, fear, passion, and creativity. Uh, so, I've seen both your bands uh, at different points in time. Uh, first time I saw a fellow Kinsman was uh, in the sweaty, mm. uh, 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 fat Charlie's basement nice. in the summer. That was, uh, it came specifically for you. Uh, because I'd wanted to see your band for a long time, but and I like barely breathed down there because it was yeah. so hot. But it was really it was worth it. Also, yeah. actually, like I think I thought that it like actually went into your sound pretty well. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the shows that I prefer to play, I think it's like the context of it being sweaty and you know hard to breathe. I think. I didn't get like super stoked to perform in just because that means people are like moving. Also, it's like, dude, I'll just be covered head to toe in sweat. Yeah. I'm just like working it. Like, dude, right. it's basically like doing aerobics. Exactly. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In a musical standpoint. But yeah. I, like that just, you know, it's about you know, that environment is like so much more fun when people are still getting groovy and I can't wear my glasses because they're fogging up. Um, you know, I think it's just, it's, uh, those are the best shows. Oh play. yeah, and at Fat Charlie's, shout out to Fat Charlie's, all the wonderful work they do mm -hmm. uh, for the DIY scene. Um, but yeah, you, I remember you closed out the night, and then after, I mean, those shows are like a party. Yeah, like it's a party. So like, even when you finished up, you know, everyone was drinking and yeah. just running around. Music was blasting upstairs, and, right. and you it's, grab a beer and you chit chat. Oh yeah, it's always good. Oh man, yeah. Dog is there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang out with the pups, man. That's yeah, hang right. out with the pups. Yeah, hang out with the pups. The old pups. Uh, and then, uh, Isaac, I saw Dog Bed in an entirely different environment at uh, the Miramar Theater. Yeah. For MK Music Night I in April. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a, also a fun show, too, though. Uh -huh. um, I. Yeah, I talked to you and then. Uh, Nick uh, <laughs> popped in at the very end, uh, and um, he was like, oh, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was excited to talk to you guys, because I remember that was right after the uh, show you did at the Marie Attic that mm -hmm. got the, sh the attic shut down. Yes. <laughs> yep. That, uh, the notorious night. Yeah, that was a, a fortunate event, so what happened was... Uh, so it was a four-band lineup. Bad Columbus, who came from Lake Superior, was good friends with them. They got put in a stellar show. Then I think it was Holy Pinto. They put in a great show. And then right before Pine, it was going to be Pineapple, Pineapple Migraine. Then Dog Bad closing the night. Right before, like right when Pineapple Migraine like had all their instruments set up and were right about to start, 
Anthony comes up and says we gotta split it because cops are here. <laughs> and Anthony's the kind of approach with cops is like just don't, just don't yeah. make a big deal. Like which I agree with. Yeah, um, yeah, right. And like just kind of cooperate. And like that was now a lot of people said it's like oh it's because of the noise. Well, it's never really a problem with noise unless someone calls in a noise complaint, which happened in the past. And yeah. usually cops don't get really. Yeah. Involved, they just tell us to quiet down. But that time in particular, it was like the first warm, like warm night, because like we had a hell of a winter. Yeah, we did. Right. Early twenty nineteen, so it was the first night it was warm. There were parties like everywhere. There was a parties with people just screaming outside for five hours straight, yeah. and that just happened. To be, we right next to the Murray attic, where there was also just like a conglomeration right. of people. So they just kind of like busted us. A yeah, little bit. sixty degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, <laughs> pretty much. So. Um, yeah. That's that's what happened there, and moving forward, obviously we had to like take a step back. We didn't get any, nobody got any tickets or anything, which that's good. Is very fortunate. Um, yeah. But moving forward, because um, I think at that point I I was set on living in the Murray attic because Anthony, yeah. um, the upstairs neighbors who live right below the attic, um, are involved in the shows. They're just like complacent <laughs> with them, so he wanted to make sure the people who moved in um, were cool with it. And he approached me and Carter, who's the lead singer, Dog Bad. And um, we're just like, yeah, let's move in. And we were also like, since we like are already involved in the music scene, we'll help out organizing it. So we took a lot of steps working with Anthony to make it a lot more official. We've invested more in the attic. We bought like, a water dispenser, garbage cans. Lava oh, lamps. Fuck yeah. Oh, um, yes. And he has it out. Because that, that, that also that was significant about that show that got shut down. It was the first time we charged a cover. Oh, okay. Um, and I remember it was because the the reason they did that was because the the show before that and in March I remember it was a five man bill yeah and it, it was so crowded that like no one could even fit in the attic oh, yeah. anymore. It was it was um, definitely the I'm not sure I wasn't around when they like first put in the cover um, but like now with the cover charge whenever we have the show um all the money gets split it gets split five ways between three the three bands because now i think um three bands is kind of like the the max now yeah we've got three bands then we got a cut that goes to people who work, who work security so we have people at the door um michaela here who shout um, out michaela yeah, shout out to michaela who does the photography and um the lights she actually sets up all the decorations beforehand and then the last cut goes towards the attic, so that covers like um, you know like the stuff we bought, the water dispensers um, for this Halloween show. We're investing in some decorations and other things. So all all the money, um, like we like the us hosts, uh, we don't make any money off it. We want to just try and preserve the space and support the bands and all the people mm-hmm. who like plus, who make it happen. Yeah, plus sure. when you invite people in your house you never know what's gonna happen. Exactly. Right. It's a little bit of like uh, a security thing. Definitely. Yeah. Um so I think we've got like a like we've been doing that since August and um it's been uh, like the last August September show was super successful. Awesome. Um, Good. And I'm really happy with like how it's evolved and also something I've noticed with the Mariatic is the crowd has definitely, like, it used to be where it was just kind of like another party house with just music in the background. People would just come and not know what's going on, just go there for, like, alcohol or whatever. Right. Now it's kind of like, it's kind of gotten its reputation now. It's yeah. built up its reputation where now we're getting, like, regular people and people seeking music oh, yeah. coming to this venue. Um, because you don't give the address out, and it's like if mm-hmm. you, if people really people are going to find it that yeah. really want to be there mm-hmm. you know rather than just a place to go right and also just doesn't do a whole lot for the people that are performing you know when it just becomes a show in the background like you want yeah. people to at least feed off the energy you're oh, putting yeah. down and also you shouldn't have to be freaking wasted to watch a show oh, you know no, it's yeah. like <laughs> i do i don't like being at shows where I'm like, like i want to be able to like comprehend what just happened oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, for some people, that's just like how you go to shows. I think it's important, especially in the local scene too, that it's like, you know, people are at least like excited to see their friends play or like, you know, try out some new bands. Like I had these gals that just like found one of the shows we were performing at Between Two um, Galleries, and uh, they they're so sweet but they just like found the show they want to come out yeah like we need more people that are just like oh, i saw you saw a blip yeah and i'm like let's go check it out and, oh yeah and yeah. so I, it's nice to see a lot of like that new age of 
you know, people and concert goers and mm-hmm. stuff too. So yeah, that's it, that's a really and it reaffirm it reaffirms what y'all are doing too. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like people actually care right. and like enjoy the music right. you're putting out and. Like Enjoy. having friends too, and then oh, those yeah. friends getting other friends. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's what, like that's what, that's where it comes from. It's yeah. Just people being good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. People being gracious and loving. Totally, yeah. That's um, once I started, uh, like, cause I loved going to shows like before, but I wanted sort of like a real intent with what I was going to shows for. So, getting to write about shows and talk to the bands and and uh, and actually like, you know do something for them, Mm -hmm. like, actually made it more enjoyable for me, too, because it's like, hey, you know, I get to enjoy a live music experience, meet people, make friends, you know, have some beers, but also, like, you know, I get to write up on you guys and hopefully get people to notice you, too, Um, which is, you know, uh, that's, I think that's, like, uh, a good direction the scene is moving in now, people are doing that more. Um, there's a lot more freelancers out here, um, and uh, it's like you know it wouldn't happen if we didn't care. Right. You know? it's, it's bringing each other up, not just like you know. I work with a lot of like freelance photographers. Well, they're just friends. Like that's oh, the yeah. thing. It's not like like Michaela. Right. You know, like Michaela and my my homie Isaiah. Like we've been working on T-shirts. We've been working on photos. And it's like that dude is like straight up done a load of stuff for me, and every time. It's just like us meeting up, like, bro, like, this would be sick. And he'd be like, I'll do it. I'm like, cause I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah. really deficient with like, you know, uh, Adobe bologna stuff. And like, I just, uh, <laughs> but you know, I think having those people that are talented that can do it better than you can mm-hmm. while also getting their stuff out there through a different platform, you know, it's, it's kind of this camaraderie that I, actually just crave it. I want my oh, friends yeah. to be with me on my way up. Oh yeah. And oh. also their stuff to be as recognizable on its own than Absolutely. what I've done. You know. Exactly. I totally like yeah, myself, like I don't know anything about art. I can't <laughs> fucking play an instrument, you know? Like I I don't you know, I don't uh know anything about like uh you know uh fixing computers or buying cameras like I don't know anything about that shit but right. I can uh, put words together right so that's so uh, you can finagle something yeah 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 so yeah like you know you it's it's about like a it's teamwork at the end of the day it's right. all that like you said that camaraderie behind like yeah. let's bring each other up here right. um yeah and in uh, on the on the point of uh being drunk at shows, it's like, I don't want to be, like, fucked up at a show unless it's a show I can move around at. Right. Like, at DIY venues, like, there's usually, like, not much room to move around. So, I usually just want to have, like, a beer or two and just right. sort of stay in one place the whole time. Yeah. But if I'm at company brewing... Oh, right. I'm... I'm drinking, uh, I'm drinking right. IPAs, I'm drinking right. vodka crans, I'm drinking all night, and I'm running around. Yeah, it, dude, I think, yeah, create movement. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Especially when you can get, like, a solid cocktail at a venue, oh, and you're yeah, like, bro, yeah. I'm just gonna have a G&T. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pineapple Migraine's last show at Company. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was there. That was insanity. It, it was, was so it was, it was, fun. It was so much fun, and, like, I, I drank in, like, it was just, like, the perfect space yeah. for that kind of music, and it was just so involved, and, uh, Everyone was oh, dancing. It was so good. Oh yeah, I was freaking out. <laughs> but like the one thing, like I, like if there's disco music going on, I'm good luck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm probably gonna break my my knees. Like dance. I like I get drunk. I listen to disco and then I'm just gone. All yeah, time. like just whoop, gone right, places. Right. Disco music brings. Bring something out of me in that. Oh, in yeah. that room. It, it, oh yeah. I oh, get yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, you got to. Uh, yeah. Um, last night I was at Bremen, and uh, there's a lot of punk shows at Bremen. Yeah. And uh, it was Holy Shit, which is a really good band. I've uh, been around for a long time, but like, man, like when people start moshing and just throwing each other around at, in a small ass room like that, like no one is fucking safe. Oh, you know? no. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. Those shows need to be, like, absolutely packed. 
Yeah, so that whole point of like contact and like moshing and running around is to freaking breathe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, or like any, like I saw Bad Religion and like oh, all these like yeah. punk bands. Like if you see a punk show and you have shoulder to shoulder people, that's when you mosh. Like, Yo, yeah. I want to breathe, so fuck off. Right. <laughs> you're, off, you're, you're wrestle. So get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, yeah. So it's into Mondo Lucha. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, so. Um, were you, uh, Isaac, were you at the, uh, the Murray Attic show with Clem? That was in, that was that March no, show. Actually. No, I wasn't. Oh, I, so that was, uh... I think, uh, Clem, is that with Joe? Yeah, I think so, yeah, they're the, yeah. they're originally from Rockford, they moved here. Okay, yeah, I, I, I did not see him at the Murray Attic, but I did see him at, with, at their first acoustic set. Oh, nice, yeah. Was, well, that was, yeah, but, they started moshing. Oh, yeah. At that show, that Murray Attic show, and I was and actually, I, like, I had, like, an anxiety attack, because I was so freaked out by how packed it was, oh, and yeah. people are... Moshing. <laughs> Another thing we did with the attic was we cleaned it up. So that whole like this, there was a, there was a whole corner you might not have known. Have you been to the attic for the last two months? Uh, no. Okay, no, so we so like we literally cleared out a corner because there was all this shit in it, and we found a air hockey table, ping pong table, I think some kind of like barrel paint spare oh, yeah. thing with a sure. wheel, two gas canister canisters wow. of welding gas, and we. <laughs> Moved it all out, and we had this the corner now, so there's a lot more room now. Um, we have the, the uh, DJ goes in that corner now, yeah. so we have a DJ that plays. DJ Great Digger. Shout out and, Christian. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Christian. Um, we've got the name of the next the, the DJ for the Halloween show is slipping my mind right now. It's I've had a long morning, um, okay. but but we'll, we'll shout him out um, yeah. and. Um, Oh, another thing we did is we removed nails. So there used to be oh, nails yeah, coming yeah. out of the attic. We've removed as much as those. There's still a few we're gonna work on. Um, That's good. Because I remember that was that was like a safety concern. Yeah. At the time. Uh, Fritz the singer, a wonderful bluffer. Shout, wonderful bluffer. Shout out Fritz. He's a yes. carpenter. Oh, yeah, he's a carpenter. He's gonna come in and um. Oh, we'll, nice. we, we've been talking about like sprucing it up a little. Uh, we talked about it a while ago, but um, I'm probably gonna hit him up for that. Um, yeah, it's a uh, DJ the shape. DJ the shape. I think it's just the shape. Yeah. yeah. DJ and the shape. DJ the shape. <laughs> DJ the shape. But, yeah. It's um, it is. It's is it cool. If we talk about the Halloween show. Uh, yeah, yeah. This probably won't be out by then, but okay. we can still talk about it if you want. Yes. So we're gonna have this Halloween show, and um, man, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. It's like um, so um. A to Z played last the September show. I still haven't seen them. And I need to see them. So you you need to see A to Z. They're phenomenal. Like five, six times. Um, They're great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And they they graciously um, had their cut go to the attic because they really wanted. They liked both what we're doing and um, we're like hell yeah. So um, you know, with that extra money, we are definitely gonna spookify the attic. Nice. And it's gonna be a great time. Um, and it's exciting. Oh yeah. Who's all playing? That bad. Right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yum, yum, yeah, yum yum cult. Yum yum cult. Love yum yum cult. Yeah, dude, Park, they're Park, so good. I've never seen yum yum cult. They're they're awesome. They're great. Uh, Park and they've all been in other bands too. So like to kind of see them, you know, form this band. Yeah. yeah. Like they're 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 awesome. Oh uh, yeah, they're that'll fun. be a really fun show. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Yeah. So. Uh, so I want to talk about uh, the music that you guys have had out and the music that you uh, are currently working on. So, uh, Mr. Kinsman. Uh, so for one, um, how long have you been uh, playing music uh, throughout your life as a creative outlet? Um, so I started playing drums when I was like nine. I'm a drummer first, and that was kind of where a lot of that, you know, influence and. Um, drive that like came into my music um was a lot of punk music growing up and like uh with my brothers and you know i started learning guitar at like 12 because mm -hmm. my family most of my brothers played you know instruments my parents played instruments so it was kind of like a huge um stepping stone into like you know i, I wasn't told to play i just picked it up and That's it was awesome. like you know and i you know i played drums because i had 
I was a very twitchy kid, like, you know, I was always tapping and doing weird stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, being one of the younger brothers in the family, like, get picked on so I had to like yeah. put my energy towards something yeah. so I'd be like freaking hitting stuff in the basement and just being an absolute goofball nice um, but that kind of played into it I think you know m you know my family have been super supportive and like I wrote music with my uh, older brother Johnny and we had we had a hardcore band at one point that didn't go anywhere <laughs> because it never left the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dude, it's funny because that's so Joey, uh, Joey Miller, who played drums with me originally. Um, oh, yeah. He he was in the hardcore band. Because <laughs> it's always fun to just kind of see where that stuff comes from. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of where it started. It was like you know I um, started Fellow Kinsman like three or four years ago as just an idea and. It was so I can play by myself and, you know, write things and hopefully it came to something and then Joey hopped on and um, that's kind of where it all started. It was just somebody wanted to fund a record for me and I was like, tight business, I'll nice. do that. And they were super, you know, gracious of that and that's where all that, you know, momentum came from like, oh, the people see value and um, what I do and my family are supportive of it and yeah. it was like I had my friends tagging along and helping me out through those journeys and like influencing like he hopped in on it yeah you, you know and that's always awesome like, that's what it's about yeah my band name literally means fellow friends and family yes my last name kinsman is friends and family in Norwegian and to have friends and family to push that dream forward and have performers like him could not be influence. more fitting Dude, yeah, it starts off from getting hit with a broom on the drum kit because they told me to shut up three or four times. Yeah, and now we're here. That's literally that's that's the majority of that. Situation. That's so funny. Yeah, no, I mean that's that is very ideal for what you're trying to do. How how'd you kind of like decide on like the kind of sound you wanted to produce? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I, dude, honestly, I like I was super inspired in so many different, you know, genres of music and like listening to so much, you know, it's kind of hard to like choose. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I liked playing punk music. I liked playing disco. I liked writing, you know, cowboy ballads or whatever. Like it was just like, I wanted to explore music and play music. It wasn't like, oh, I want to make this kind of music. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's kind of what played in the sound. I mean, every song that I've written had the, the, how I sing is what ties it together. Mm -hmm. um, and it's familiarities, but it's like drumming, guitar, you know, I'll be writing, you know, Bossa Nova licks yeah. with a, you know, a punk drum beat, like, who, you know, it's like, who cares? Like, yeah, I'm out yeah. here just making whatever, and it's, that's the fun in it for me. It's like, yeah, I don't want to limit to what I can write. And you shouldn't. No. And Puts yourself in a box. Yeah. And so when I released the first record, I mean, it, it kind of just goes like this. It's like, yeah. what's happening? And then it's like, oh, punk music, disco, whatever. Um, and that's kind of where that awesome. style of playing came from. So how about uh, this? the new song, Joy Sick? Uh, tell me about the song itself and the concept behind it, like what you were writing about in the song. Yeah. Well, Joy Sick was... You know, it's a song I've been working on for a couple of years. That's the thing. I like, you know, I write a guitar like that's really rad, and then I, you know, kind of, I have a difficult time writing lyrics, um, just because I want it to come from something. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be like something personal, but I don't want to just write some, you know, average like catchy song. Yeah, yeah. I want it to at least have some like, I don't know, creative spirit or like something that's just like uh, contagious. Uh, Joystick was one of the first songs we rele released um, in you know two years, and it was so hard to make because um, it's like there's so much level to that song, um, and it was about kind of like this. I, I always describe it as like an escalator. Like I want the song to like continuously go up, mm -hmm. and then it just disappears. Like in oh, a cloud, yeah. and then it drops down to this like super ambient and like room. Um, but one of the things that was uh, about writing that song and uh, how long it took was like it took even more times to try and record. 
compared to everything else. Like, there's a bunch more stuff that's going to be coming out soon. Yeah. Um, but I, like, sat in the studio and performed that with my drummer Joe on tape, um, like, six times. And this is the first thing we tried to record. Because I had it the most prepared, and, but it was the last thing we finished. Oh, wow. Because I got so fed up, and we were playing it in the same room together. I was singing it in the same room as playing, and he's drumming. And, dude, it got to a point. It was, you know, we spent 32 hours in two days, or at least I spent 32 hours in two days in that studio recording. And, dude, like, the last take we had that didn't work out, I, like, ripped my shirt off, didn't say anything. I was like, you know... I'm not kidding. I was, I was like, nope. That was all I said. I said, nope. Took my shirt off, took my guitar off. I went outside and it was like 40 degrees out. And I'm like, so we get a cigarette. No one followed me. And that's what I needed. I needed, I had, I had a few other people with me just like hanging out, you know, kind of getting those spirits and stuff. And like, dude, I remember coming back, put my shirt back on, <laughs> grabbed my guitar. I looked at Joey. And I looked at my buddy Rob, who's producing it, and I'm like, did that, and joystick popped up, and then, um, you know, it took a lot, I, I had my mother come in and play piano. Oh wow, that's cool. So, you know, keeping it in the family, because she's a very, very, very talented piano player. And it always just means that much more. We sat on this uh, Wurlitzer, and it was just like super bubbly, and like, I'm just sitting here like, <laughs> You know, like, yeah. that's my mom. Yeah, that's and, and awesome. it just created such an amazing environment um, for me to come in and play bass on. Because it took what I, it took the hard part um, of performing it live and then her to come in and just like create this like super bubbly yeah. and like bright sound completely changed the dynamic of how I approached it mm -hmm. in the final product. Yeah. Because it was like, I have these two different varieties of sound yeah. that we smashed together. And that's where I was like, you know, you can take disco and you take punk and you put them together. That's pretty much what it was. It was like, awesome. I was taking, you know, two creative and like awesome ideas and putting them in a sandwich. And then I like hopped on the bass, like golly, you know, it's, that's, that song was super fun and difficult to make, but I'm glad it was the first one we released. That's awesome. Hell yeah, wow, that's quite a tumultuous uh, journey. Uh, yeah. it, it's hard, like, when I talk about what it took to, like, record or write something, I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, it's, like, it, it's not like, oh, we slept together. It's like, you literally have migraines for months. <laughs> trying to, like, what's that? You're like, uh, you're like Beethoven. Right. Well, like, when we would play together and me to, like, explain how I wrote something or, like, what guitar chord I'm playing, I don't know how to explain it. So he's literally sitting there, like, teaching me, and that's the thing. He never stopped learning, but he's like, oh, so this is this chord. And he's like, what are you doing with your hands? And he literally, like, wrote out every song on a piece of paper. Well, damn. He's so good. Good guy. <laughs> here, here I am, just like, dude, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. <laughs> so Isaac, uh, let's turn the ball to you. So, uh... Tell me a little bit about your own musical background. So my musical background is very different. I come from a very, I say this confidently, non-musical family. I don't know anybody in my family that plays an instrument that I know of. Um, and like I grew up just like whatever was on the radio, whatever was in the shopping mall, like music wasn't in any particular forefront at all. And then, um, I played, I uh, got Guitar Hero. I don't know what prompted that decision, but I got Guitar Hero 3 mm -hmm. back when it came out. And that mm -hmm. kind of just, I was, I just kind of drew, was drawn to, because I was into video games already, and I was kind of yeah. drawn into the aesthetic of the Rockstar set, because that game has a great aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. like rock and roll. That's Legends of Rock, like, isn't it? Yeah, Legends of Rock, yeah, Slash, right on like, yeah, yeah. Tom Morello, like. <laughs> oh, dude, Tom Morello, yeah. when he showed up. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, like so, I got into like a lot of rock, a lot of just weird, yeah. Whatever was on that soundtrack was my like what I listened to, and that kind of expands the rock band soundtrack. Yeah. And then so then I just kind of became just in a very generally um, classic, very classic rock orientated. And like I got really good at Guitar Hero to the point my dad was like, okay, you should just 
learning real guitars is sad. Like, that's what this is my point. <laughs> you do, like, those fucking challenges on Twitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I got a real guitar and I quit, like, very quickly because I didn't, because I was just like, I want to be a rock star. Like, I just couldn't, like, I just did not have the patience. And I was learning, like, the reading music and the chords and I was just yeah. not into it. So then I played guitar here more for another year, but then I got into like a Green Day phase, right. where and as soon as I learned how to play a power chord, I'm like, okay, I can play the songs I want to play. So that got me playing more and more, um, and got me hooked on guitar. So thank you, Green Day. Um, if it wasn't for Green Day, I probably thank you, Green I would not. Day. Yeah, I would not have continued to play guitar. If it wasn't for Green Hopefully, Day. when they watch this one day, yeah. it'll uh, <laughs> it'll uh, re uh, it'll reinvigorate them. Oh, how yes. they inspire people. Yes. <laughs> And then uh, sophomore year, I visited Memphis, and I discovered BB King. Mm -hmm. That got me on the path of blues, and I got really into blues. And blues is like perfect for like a guitar stirring out because the pentatonic scale is so it's simple and essential. And BB King's thing is like he plays so few notes, and it's deceptively like easy, but yeah. like, it's 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 one of the hardest yeah. things to do. To, Make something so good with so few notes. It's a lot of color. I just love when yeah. he does this thing when he yeah, like, just trills. The root note just high up on the yeah. Do, do. He sits on it. He yeah. sits on it. Does that? That's awesome. So that That's got cool. me hooked into the blues, and then yeah, I went down the path of like more classic rock, and then when I went to UW Milwaukee, mm -hmm. uh, I met. Um, a lot of the music music students, and that's how I got to jazz, and that oh, yeah. took my guitar playing to a whole new like level of passion and commitment. Yeah, because um, I just discovered this whole new world of like chords and sounds that you, you I met the Yannis and yeah, the Josh the Yanni, yeah, exactly. They were yeah. doing they were doing shit I never like actually like listen like listened to or sat down or really like attempted to play. So. Um, and from there, like, it was just through that community that I got into funk and all these other genres, and it's kind of developed into, like, what my prominent style is today as a guitar player. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of my musical journey. Jur journey. <laughs> See, I was just about to compliment, like, how you're, like, you're so, like, you had such a good, like, you're chronological so order. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm looking, I'm, like, dude, the story I just said was whack. <laughs> so I'm, like, dude, it's, but, like, uh, fucking, whoa. That, what a journey. What a journey. Um, what a journey. What a <laughs> Meaning a journey. Yeah, well... Yo, uh, so how did that evolve into the, the formation of Dogbad? So, yeah, so Dogbad, so kind of precursor to Dogbad was I was in I was in one band um, in high school called Indigo House, and it was with some people from a rival high school because there was nobody at my school who wanted to start a band, and that was like that was a great experience of like a first um, time like it was we were we, we just did covers, yeah, and it was my first time working with people, and I was I was like kind of like I'd say I was kind of like band leader I say this heavily with this because I was just like on everybody about getting rehearsals you're the one like guys I, when are we going to practice yeah because I'm I'm yep. always like whenever I'm with a group with talented musicians and those those like Garrett, Becca, Joe Kevin those guys are super talented um and I always like I always I always like want to see like I want the best what 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 we can output mm. um because all, all it requires, honestly, is just like a little bit of that extra work. So, um, but like the the way I, uh, the way we like did things was very counterintuitive. We would like learn a like learn a set for each show. Yeah. So we yeah. like learn twenty songs and then cut out ten because we weighed less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so then afterwards, when I get to college, I uh, was looking for a band, um, and. Didn't find one freshman year. I tried. Like, I tried to find people. Right, things. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard to put something together. And then summer, like, fall 2017, it was just like, it was just like the perfect set of circumstances. I met AJ in a research program that I mentored for. I knew that he drummed. I was looking for, I was looking for people to play with. And I, like, gave him my electronic drum kit to play with, mm -hmm. like, while he stayed on campus. So we, like, bonded over that. And um, uh, then, uh, uh, Ellen, um, I met her through some mutual friends um, of people in that program, and it just so happened that she played bass, so and was looking like to play bass in a group, which was great. And then 
Carter, I literally like just met in a field, like in like one of the common areas outside yeah. of the campus. That's cool. And like, yeah. like in back in like high school, I'm, I was very, very shy. Like I did not like had struggle, yeah, yeah, struggle approaching people and strangers. And like, and by that time, like I gained enough confidence to just kind of like approach this random dude with a guitar and be like, "Hey, I like your sound. We should make music." <laughs> And if I, if I did not approach Carter that day, there probably would be no dog bad. And um, and that was it was just the four of us uh, for the longest time. Nick didn't come into the picture until summer, t um, no, not summer, like January of 2019. Yeah, because yeah. um, I actually met him at a, um, the Murray Attic show. I think like one of the first Murray Attic shows I met. And it was kind of the same thing. Like, I just like talked to this funny dude. Oh yeah, he's a real Nick, funny guy. Yeah, he's... <laughs> A very strong personality and um, yeah, and like like I kind of made it, made it myself as a goal to like every show like just talk, just talk to people, talk to someone, start a conversation, because um, you never know what those like what like how I like how I um I know I met you at a fire and water and I don't think we really might have talked a little. Wait, no, we did. Was that the one where you hit me? In the no, that was, that was that was Murray. I smacked so. him with that. I swear, he's like, how you meet people? And like, you gotta meet somebody every show. And I was about to be like, like whacking somebody in the head. Yeah. So I, I straight up whacked him. Yeah. So that's what started. Ow. Yeah. After that show, we like kind of like conversed, and that yeah. kind of we fell in love. Led. Or whatever. <laughs> that kind of led to like everything, which is kind of <laughs> crazy. It's cute. Yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Yay. But the the reason why I brought up like the, my band in um, high school is like it's just with Dog Bad it's like when we were this was like kind of transition to writing original um, music and like um, taking advantage of like you know the spaces available. It's so it's so hard like. The factors that go into like making a band work, getting out of like that basement level, because those were two instances where we really had to like with the high school band, we really had to like you know push ourselves and like mm -hmm. to make things work and put our styles together, and it was it was it, I learned a lot from that journey, and then Dotbad just like kind of seamlessly came together, like mm -hmm. I didn't even know what was happening when like it was happening and then we had this thing and we just you know kept playing we played marquette radio battle of bands um and met like a bunch of bands and networked and um met all kinds of people who kind of got us pretty much like every show and um you know connection afterwards you guys have been taking some pretty big jumps with like the geeks you've been getting i know both of you guys have played 414 live mm -hmm. uh i know you did the exclusive uh yeah, the yeah, exclusive company. Yeah, no, that's yeah. cool too. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, you know, in the pursuit of doing shows too, I think a lot of my ideas on booking are solely based around like, can we make it more of an event than just a show? Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, I think getting asked to perform four on four was super awesome. You know, because all the people that work there are super, super nice and kind, um, and they're always trying to and they're always trying and willing to do outreach for you know bands that are trying to do something in the city and create more of a platform um, and that's always dope but when I look at you know booking shows it's like I don't want to play bars or you know whatever it's like I want to allow the common people and you know underagers or whatever like people that wouldn't normally get into a venue um, to like have a freaking crazy cool time oh, yeah um, and I feel like I haven't been like super active in like picking up shows just because you know I want to finish off a record and like you know create more tools of you know media and like that's the other thing you know you can play shows and, and it's more important to have a physical presence in the music scene and that's a, like a that's a very big deal but it's also like you know you're looking at in a band, like he was saying, that you know, you have to coordinate with all the people that you play with. You know, you want to write together, you want to play shows, but then you're like, we want to make posters, we want to make yeah, t-shirts, right. we want to make stickers, and I think you want to brand yourselves. Yeah, well, it's also it's like making more fun. Yeah. For those experiences, like shows, like if you're freaking in your buddy's house, 
and you're just like jamming away and you're like dude that is I will a hundred percent would rather do that every day than play a bar every month yeah 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 you yeah, know right and because it's just yeah dude like I think the reason at least where I'm at in music I've gotten to, to meet so many like awesome beautiful people through shit like that through just talking through hanging out after a show and yeah, you know that's the beauty of the DIY scene man it's like yeah. you know you in a space where people don't feel uh, they don't have nearly as much like social apprehension to like right. go up and meet people and right. talk but because you all voluntarily came here because you wanted to actually like right. see live music rather than just right. be there because it's a bar right. I love like I love seeing my friends play I love when my friends show up to see me play but more importantly, it's like, I love when people just freaking like come up to me and say something. I love, like, I don't care who it is. Like when people come up and just say hello, I'm like, what's up? Like, I don't have any, like any problem with that. Hey, I'm Ben, I'm with Breaking Energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, I, I think it's a beautiful thing where people feel comfortable to like have a conversation because I love to talk. And I'm not trying to talk everybody's face off, but it's like, because people say something it creates more opportunities for me, it creates more opportunities for my friends, and it's like, that's where I feel like I do most of my work as a musician. It's yeah. like, it, I, sometimes I don't even talk about my band, and I just like run into people, and they're like, oh, did your fellow kids? I'm like, oh, sick, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> 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 because I'm just like, oh, it's saw your band play. I'm like, sick, you go to college? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's cool to see where these people are at. Because I don't have a chart of like, where is this demographic going? I don't have statistics. I don't want to see statistics. I want people to be like fucking. Before yeah. I before I saw your show, I thought you were gonna be like some folk dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're never gonna expect it, right? Well, because fellow kinsmen sounds like some like wood cabin type shit of like people like you know. <laughs> yeah, right in Wisconsin, right? Um, but uh, Isaac, I wanted to also ask. Uh, Where's uh, Dog Bed at with uh, recordings? I know we want something out yeah, from you guys. Yeah, so that's it's it's been on the burner for so long. It's just whenever we had the opportunity to record, something came up or like it's very difficult because um, AJ, our drummer, he goes to cooking school down in Illinois. That's and, cool. You know, I'm I'm in school for biomed and we've got you know film majors and we're just like we're all over the place. Yeah. That's the other great thing about Dog Bed is like we're just like very different. Right. In yeah. our, backgrounds and we're somehow somehow able to get together and we we still manage it i'm like very surprised like how well it's been without like you know rehearsing regularly we've been doing just one show a month um and you know the passion is still there um and you know our plan moving forward now is to record something in november over this month just to get something out there we i i I think we all just really want to just put something out there just so we have something to document this mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. and um and obviously, like people are asking um, for these songs, and it just kind—it's of, just—it's just kind of—it uh, gets old when like people ask you, "Oh, where can I find your stuff?" And you'd be like, "Wow, oh, right, luck." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got some voice memos. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have like yeah, I, I just can email them to you. Right. Um, so that's that's yeah, our that's our like next like big thing we want to do is like get in the process of recording have like that experience um putting sound because we've had we, we we can do and we can do them well in a live setting but when you put we put them into like a studio setting um it's, it's a very different energy i guess you could come because you have a lot of experience with recording and um you know it's gonna be hard and we're gonna you know push through it and um get something out and yeah that's and you know and I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah record just to, yeah like um, just to kind of piggyback off recording and just to kind of give an idea. It's like what I do on the stage is usually going to be different than when I recorded. Yeah, because it's a completely yeah it's a completely different environment. You can oh, yeah. you can test the waters a little bit more. Um, since I write everything by myself, it's like you know I'm gonna do things differently than how my drummer or bass player or whoever's gonna perform. And I'd rather have it that way. 
because you know, the record's going to be one thing. I'm always going to give 90% into the recording so I can give 100% when I'm playing. It's a good good uh, outlook. Well, because, yeah. I mean, you don't want to... I, I want to be able to exceed expectation of my record. Yeah. You know, right. not just be a recording People band. that hear your record and be like, oh, I like this. I wonder right. what it's like live. Oh, this guy plays a fucking killer show. Well, it's like, I, like from how I play it by myself to how I play it... Um, on a stage with you know other performers and you know musicians, it's like it's it's a complete. It's almost like um, a parallel universe. Like if you hear me playing an acoustic version of the same song that I play on the record, and if you hear that record and listen to me play in a full band, that's three different mm. styles I'll play. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's never going to be the same. And I think yeah. it's. Uh, that's the thing too, when you play the same songs over and over and over and over and you wanna die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. But it's like I like I have a new drummer, his name's Mark, and he's freaking beautiful. He's, he's so good. And that's the thing too. He adds a completely different style mm. to what I perform. Yeah. So we kind of mold into a different sound every time. And I've changed recorded songs to fit him because I like it more. Yeah. So yeah. that to me is like where I like to expand on. Recording is where you kind of make it kind of how you want it to be, but not everything you want it to be and sound Some, really good. Something you can build off. Right. Yeah. So that when you do it live, I mean, you listen to like, you know, if you see one of your favorite bands, or like if you saw the Black Keys, you know, they're going to play their like old stuff, but they're going to like, bring a new style mm -hmm. every time. Right, yeah. Because, I mean, they have a full band now, it's not just the two. You yeah. know, they kind of expand it or they'll cut the song up or whatever, you know? I think it's just when, as an artist, it's more fun to take your music and kind of rip it apart and just be like, fuck it, like, let's do this now. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. The immersive experience that music is that no matter you know, what your idea might be of something that could be a very old idea, you mm -hmm. know, you can always keep adding to it, reinventing it, right. and just experimenting with right. it. Right. Yeah. I think I accidentally make more things punk when I play online. <laughs> yeah. I play them, like, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's been a... Like, he's been a... <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, I can't... I'm taking the pick. <laughs> yeah, because he's... Because he'll be like... We'll be like... The song's going like this. You know? <laughs> yeah. But then it's just... Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, so we're gonna close out. Uh, so, fellow kinsmen, what keeps you up at night? Uh, currently right now, my dogs that I'm dog sitting. Nice. All That's right. cool. But what keeps me up is like, uh, really just, even after an exhausting day of doing a lot of stuff and really working hard, I always ask myself, did I do enough? And, mm -hmm. um, I want to wake up every day and just like freaking take whatever I have in my life and just like do it, yeah. you know, and um, because there's always a million things that are in my head and if I'm not talking, it's just a freaking like, it's like Pong in my head, mm -hmm. you know, just things are going back and forth and that's sort of like what keeps me up. It's deter like being determined to execute music, execute my job, and just kind yeah. of like love what I do. You know? That's fucking real, man. When you love something, that keeps you up. Yeah, right, yeah. Totally. Because you don't want to lose it. Yeah. Isaac, what keeps you up at night? Oh man, that's tough to follow. Uh, You're a biomed student. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that definitely keeps, that definitely, I mean, I, I, get, I, I get my seven hours in. I'm, I'm pretty good about my sleep schedule. You're pretty solid. But, but um, eight. It's supposed to be seven, eight, man. Seven, eight, seven, eight. But a doctor seven, would know. Eight, yeah, eight. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I slept like but, ten last night. So. Yeah, yeah, but, but like, it's. I like, yeah, I, I, you know, especially like in my particular field, like there's a lot of pressure, a lot of competition, and you see that everywhere. Um, but like, like if, if if I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have this scene and you know the music and all the friends I've made along the way, like, um, like, they, they're what keep me, because when you say something keeps you up at night, it's usually a bad connotation. All the music stuff, it keeps me asleep. It keeps me, it comforts me. It, it, oh, it, 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 it finds, it, it's, 
I, I've like I I I've been trying like not to take for granted like how good like this city and these people have been to me, and I want to do everything I can to like reciprocate that with every conversation, every event, every interaction. Um, I, and I and I just I and I just I just I just wanted to expand and include as many people as possible. There's a guy who just like approached me last night at the show and he was like, hey, I'm a fresh, I like moved in and like, I, I'm looking for music and things. I'm like, I'm, you're coming to the Murray Attic. Nice. We're, we're gonna get you in on this. I, I really wish I had something like that my freshman year. So I just, I just want to keep, want to keep expanding. It. That's beautiful. Like blue. Yeah, that's really great. Love it, dude. Can I actually change my answer? Sure. Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what puts you to sleep though? Ah, family, friends that have my back, dude. Like I think the, the kinsmen. Yeah, dude. My like my brothers, my friends, and all these like lovely people. Kind of like what he was saying. Um, it's comforting knowing like when I fuck up, they're there. Yeah. When I do good, they're there. But I want to be the same person for them and like do that for them. So that kind of puts me to sleep is knowing that your loves and knowing that there's love to share. Hell yeah, it's awesome. What puts you to sleep, Isaac? What puts me to sleep? When I cry. I, 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 I have a funny story, actually. Sure. I uh, I had a, a a day where I had three classes in a row and some tests. I took some vitamins because I wasn't feeling very well, as I usually don't. And I put it in the thing, I drink it, and I'm like, huh, this tastes different. I look at the packet, melatonin, sleep aid. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I powered through those three classes. Yeah. Um, so, yes. yeah, that... that Raspberry melatonin sleep that puts that put the uh, <laughs> wow that's <laughs> actual medication that does its job. Man, well, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, yeah man, of course. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Check out fellow kinsmen. Uh, stay tuned for Dog Bad uh, recording something, yeah. putting it out in the next couple months, uh, and check out the Mariatic if you have not mm. already. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We will see you next time.